0: Okay, wait, before we put your camera on. So Bob has gotten his hair did. She done got a man weave and I have not seen it. You didn't tell me you're getting it today. So I'm about to, you're about to, I'm about to see it and whatever. Are you, are you, are we going to count down? Well, before we do, I want to talk about when I first saw yours. I remember when you
1: got your man weave, and I was—we kind of, were in the airport. Monet just okay, Monet. I don't think you said anything. You just showed up, and I was like, "Oh my god,
0: <laughs> what is going on?" And we will, we will put a video in to show y'all. I heard I the videos of you wearing it. You were, you were turning, you were doing stunts and shows when I came up with my man weave. You were doing too much. You were so rude. Well, I, I was, I what was I doing? You were like you, you were you started filming me, you started recording me. No, okay, just
1: so everyone's clear. I was vlogging everyone, so it's me, Larry, Tislarm, like everyone was. So it's not. I did not start filming Monet because she showed up with hair. Everyone I'm was saying, filming. There was I had hair
0: on, and you were filming me. And, and if you and
1: if you look at the film, you'll see the film starts with me and Larry, me and Two Face in my apartment before I even knew Monet had did her thing. Anyway, are you ready for my hair?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna calm down From three. Okay. Three, two, one. Reveal yourself! Ah! <laughs> Why are you laughing? What <laughs> you that like picture with you and Justin when you have the y'all have the, the Christmas one with y'all have the sweaters on. Bob, I'm gagging. Oh my god, you look so <laughs> I th- I thought you were gonna get you were gonna get you were gonna get the um the Killamonger. Yeah, so I went to
1: Mickey the Barber, who we mentioned on the podcast before, and Mickey did not have that unit in. She didn't have the unit Damn. to do that. So we were like discussing what should I get? Should I get waves? And I ended up with this. Little curly, little mini 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 fro moment. It's not even a fro. Long, like okay, a, tell us the process. How long did it take you? I wanted all the things. Okay, so this took about, um, about three hours to do. I was also stopping. That's we great. were talking. We were like talking and chatting. It probably would have been an hour and a half if we weren't talking and keeking and cackling and vlogging the whole thing. Is Mickey queer? Mickey is queer. Mickey identifies as a lesbian.
0: Work. Yes. Um, and is Mickey close to us, or do is was it like a, a trek?
1: So it's in the arts district. I don't yeah,
0: know what that it's, means.
1: It's in. It's, it's it was about thirty minutes away from where I am. Thirty oh, minutes. Away that's from not
0: Hollywood. bad at all. You know, not no. Well, not, okay, wait. T- t- turn I mean, turn around. Give, us, give us a full three sixty, bitch. Turn around. Okay, so here's the here's the. Thing. Oh my god, that looks so good, Roberta. I can't take it. I can't. I can't, bitch. You, if if I'm I, would, girl, these things are so good. I could never. I would never know that that was not your real hair. Honestly,
1: it looks amazing. So so Mickey and I were talking. We had this plan because like to be honest. So I I haven't even had it for. I've had this for a very short amount of time. So I don't I
0: don't really know. Um, okay, bitch. How let me long tell you I that. can actually Upkeep, manage with? And it. You, you, I mean, you You have to sleep with a du rag. You gotta like put like your little oil so your I little sheets. I can't on this. wear a durag. rag.
1: I actually can't wear a D-rag because mine is not because it it will it will smush my hair. Mine uh, is like pretty dense, so I actually have to just wear a bandana around this part, like a bandana around the edges.
0: <laughs> you like you are like, like the Tupac. black bitch. You like a black girl from the nineties. I love it. I fucking, bomb. It looks so good. You look so good.
1: Thank you. So I'm gonna be wearing. By the way, I am wearing this to the gym tomorrow morning
0: oh honey that's when i okay so bob you know me i am so i am you're like that's, that's
1: that's you're like according to monet the gym is when you really put this bitch to the test honey this is when you know, you me, really at, find you out know if
0: me you know me i that am sweatisha mick and let me tell you something i i would sweat so <laughs> much that that the that the water would start to pour from under the unit and it would just be like a pool of water just falling
1: <laughs> well i mean i'm I'm not as sweaty as you, but I'm not not sweaty. I'm sweater I'm sweatier than most people I feel. So, yeah. We're going to we're going to get into that. We're going to find out how she is. Um, but anyway, yeah, here she here's my girl. So it 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 felt it felt weird cuz I was growing, you know this process when you growing out your yes. hair. You're girl. hiding. I mean, girl, girl, girl. you are <laughs> at every corner. <laughs> Pictures. Cause you don't want people to see the mess you're growing on your head. So me and her were talking, we we're like, honestly, I kind of want to um after this one, okay, like, maybe down the line, I will cause she had this one that's like black and white. And I was like, what if I do a Cruel Deville moment? So here's my idea. I get a Cruel Deville outfit made, I get one in drag, and I do Cruel Deville out of drag. So I'm like, Cruel de is a drag queen. This is her in drag. This is her out of drag. That could be a moment.
0: I want to do, so I, I want to get one too. I want to do a full blonde moment though. I want to do blonde or do like, or do like caramel brown. Like, so I bitch, I'm going to be one color, hair, skin, everything, one color, monochromatic. You should go to, you should go to Mickey. I'll go to Mickey. Mickey's is, Mickey is like one of the best ones, but I've seen Mickey has done like low, low, low Caesars. I'm like, how is that? How is it so unclockable? It's really good. Mickey does really good work. So.
1: When she does the low Caesar, she's actually hand laying the hair. So it's not a unit. This is a piece. When she does a right. low caesars, she's actually laying the hair individually by hand. But what she's saying is that hairstyle really does not last any more than two weeks. And that is taking extreme, extreme care of it and only lasts for Got two it. weeks. This can last for like a month. I don't know that I'm going to last a month. Um, oh, yeah. How are you going to put wigs on? Well, I don't have any gigs until January. I don't have any gigs until the new year.
0: I was saying about okay but let okay okay let's say you do this and you love it you're like oh my god i have my i have my mojo back and you want to keep on doing this can you wear this can you wear this with wigs
1: yeah i think you can i'm pretty sure you can how are you gonna Should pin you the wigs in
0: the stuff i mean i never pin, you think how do i i don't pin my wigs in now i would bob because we're bald because it's what grips to your head but when you have something like that it's gonna it's it's creating space and the wigs are gonna fit on your head differently gonna you're gonna have to pin them in
1: but ask the vivian <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are so rude
0: oh my god Look, I'm, you're sitting rude, ass ass bitch. I'm sitting
1: here with a fucking two myself but honestly this part is really the main feature
0: Oh, it's everything. It's fierce, bitch. Bitch, you look... It looks so fucking good. You're about to get all the Trey, honey. you about to get all the pussy.
1: Hi, the comment section's looking thirsty, honey. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> But also, this is such a departure from how I normally look, because I normally don't have any hair anywhere on my I head. Know. You know what I mean? I'm getting facial. And I have a facial. full beard. And I, and I wanted to do this hair while I had this beard. I was like, I think I want to do the, the two together. Um... And anyway, I love it. I think it looks really good. I'll That's find great. out if this feels like something I could actually upkeep and do for a long period of time cuz already it, I mean just as she was describing I was like this feels like this feels like a lot of work. Like and what? Like what is
0: what 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 what's what?
1: What well, is the it's the head time, the keeping your head like washing your face but not getting your hair wet and 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 like you can't get you can't get wet at all. You know what I mean? I mean, I think you can get it wet, but it's like a whole—it's like a whole thing. She was like, "Just keep your hair wrapped in the shower. Do all this. You basically—it's it's a
0: weave. You have to treat it like a weave." You see, that's that's my problem. I I I gym to. I, so when I got mine, I was like the first day I didn't go to the gym, obviously, and I was like, the second day I was i like, 'I'm going to the gym.'" And then I would kept on going to the gym, and it, it started to get so itchy. It was so, my skin was so irritated under it from like the sweating, and not be able to like, I guess, cleanse that area. It, mm-hmm. was, it really irritated my scalp. It's And it took my scalp a I had, like, really a bad breakout. It took my scalp a while, a while to recover, like, a couple of months.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I'm also, if it was if it was warmer, actually, maybe I will. I think I want to try to test this hair out. I want to go swimming. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go hiking. I'm going to, like, put this hair to the test. I think maybe my, my vlog will be me, like, testing this hair out and seeing how it withstands with me trying my best to take care of it, but also, like, actually like putting this hair to the test
0: okay, again and i'll tell y'all y'all don't know so what i found out there are a lot of like a lot of basketball players do this they have these fucking they have man weaves in and bitch we out here thinking that they are living the best life but the, bitch, they fully have, which you are there's no problem with man weaves which people i wear wigs for a living literally so there's no problem with it but a lot of people have man on more than y'all think
1: I mean, if these basketball players are doing it and they're sweating, then
0: hell, if they, if they can play basketball. But also, bitch, that's they're making like eighty-three million dollars a year, bitch. They probably change it every week. But you want to be up in? I
1: mean, you know, I mean, honestly, when I when I did have actually, we had a really great. I kind of want to bring Mickey on the on the podcast. We had a great conversation about about like how a lot of her clients are almost exclusively gay men. Um, even really? the ones who don't need the who
0: don't need the weaves. Because they just don't want to go to barbershops. Toxic fucking barbershop. <laughs> barbershops are terrible. I used to hate them as a kid. Yeah, my faggoty ass. So she,
1: so so she, so she's like, yeah. A lot of people just don't want to go to barbershop. They'd rather be with a, with a, with a queer person, and it just feels better to be able to talk to another queer person instead yeah. of being in like barbershops are hor- like y'all. They're horrible. Like for a queer yeah. person, I'm sure for 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 straight people it's is fun. Woo yay congratulations. But for black queer people, especially, I can't speak for, I don't know what white barbershops are like. But for black queer people, <laughs> barbershops can be. I don't know. I bet y'all just be up in a doo-wopping barbershop quartets in the corner. <laughs> I love to get my hair cut. Yes, I do. I love to get my hair cut. Yes, I do. <laughs> 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 the fuck up. but for black people black queer yeah. people a barbershop can be a very traumatizing
0: place to be honest I am serving this look right now this is oh my work. god I see I, bitch first of all I'm looking at the camera I'm like I know this nigga is not looking at me bitch you're looking at yourself I know you're looking at yourself well, you are were you looking you at yourself when you woman. first got when you first got your hair done oh yeah bitch I couldn't stop looking at it I loved it it was crazy you're um, living you how, love it ooh, how long do you, you fucking love it how long did you keep yours how long did you keep yours uh, I want to say maybe like about bitch. I kept it in maybe like two weeks. No, I have Bob. I had the video of me ripping it off at the Amsterdam airport when we went for sibling rivalry.
1: Wait, did I only see you for? I hadn't seen you for two weeks. What do you mean? I saw you at the airport with that's when I saw you that's when I first saw the hair was at the airport I didn't see you for Mom, two are you forgetting these that? are
0: back in the days when we were traveling we we, we were that we weren't always in town at the same time but we were always doing our own thing
1: I don't, no you was avoiding me you was hanging out with Kim you and Kim and plastic was hanging out at the time Wait, I had to I find, find a video a dolly at Jay,
0: was. I don't know if I want to put this in on the podcast this video is very embarrassing I don't know if I can do that but I'll show you
1: are you gonna show you guys <laughs> you say
0: you gonna show me yeah. Okay, but Jay, J- J- C- 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 uh, do something with my screen or something. Look at me ripping. You know this would be a you,
1: you know this would be a Patreon exclusive. Only the patrons can see Monet ripping the piece off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Show me. Wait, was it hurting? Is that why you couldn't do it? Yeah, it hurts so wait, bad. Turn, turn, like,
0: turn, turn it more to the middle. Turn it more to the middle. It's like a tight. It's like a fucking adhesive. It hurts so. But why bad. Why didn't you?
1: Well, why didn't you? Oh, I was I was gonna say why didn't you use a solvent because you bitch you were in the airport.
0: I was in the airport, and I remember I remember you and I was, I was sitting. We were sitting right next to each other in first class, and my hair was scratching so bad. I was just like hitting my head so bad. So we got to the answer to the airport, and I was like, I can't. And I disappeared to the bathroom, and I came back, and I took my wig my weave off. And so all Mickey of y'all were said, like, "This bitch is crazy."
1: Mickey said that it wasn't. It's not actually the um. It's not actually the, the sweat that would make your hair itch. It is the hair growing back. It's uh, the hair growing underneath the glue that makes your hair, head itch. Oh, girl.
0: uh. Uh-uh. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place.
1: You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time. That's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping.
0: Well, so I, this I think it's it time to get us is just giving
1: is, some advice. <laughs> yeah, this is like I said, this is Silving Advisory. We are uh back. You all really seem to enjoy our new segment. Thank you so much for showing us so much love and support. You always show us love here at Silving Rivalry. And um, and now here at mm-hmm. Silving Advisory, uh, we're gonna get it popping. So you you want to go first? Or you want me to go first,
0: Mo? I would I, I like to go first. All right. So let's take a listen to our audio advisory submission. Uh, uh, um. Hi, sibling advisory. My name is James, and I want to get your guys' opinion on some very petty high school drama. Oh, God. High school so drama. So I have these two friends that really do not like each other. Let's call them M and V. Um, M is spreading rumors about V. She's taking pictures with V's ex to make her jealous. She is turning mutual friends against V. And I feel bad because I want to tell V about the things that M's doing because she doesn't really know. But me and V have only been friends for a couple of months, whereas me and M have been friends for a while and we're definitely closer. Um, And M has had my back during times when I was not doing the right thing. So I don't really know what I should do. What do you guys think?
1: What was that one? It was
0: SZA. It was your favorite song on the weekend? <laughs> um, Penny you know, high school drama. Oh, that brings me back. Oh, I this is this is so high school. I bitch. I used to engage in a lot of this behavior. You might be shocked this isn't this
1: it could not be further from my high school experience <laughs> <laughs> i was the president of the drama club but there was no drama in our club honey we, that's we were, that's a
0: lie I, arts kids are so dramatic and there's always drama in art school are you joking not me girl listen you listen i'm telling you, i keep telling you i was a very innocent kid
1: i was not sneaking off and sucking dick and doing all that crazy stuff i had one girlfriend and we, i was very monogamous to my to my one girlfriend, we were not doing, we were not pettying, we were not uh, I was not I was not Mister Steel Girl. There was no, <laughs> there was no tomfoolery or shenanigans going on mm, uh mm. with me anyway. I'm sure the other kids were probably acting wild, but not me. Yes. Um, but
0: it's so. Is this a high school? Is This a high schooler. Yeah, this is high school. This, this is this is very standard high school drama for sure. Yeah, well the, you
1: seem to be the expert, so I'll let you go first and I'll give my advice after you.
0: Well, you know, I am um Bob and I have discussed on, have discussed this on the podcast about being ride or die and like who, who the friends like you really ride for and do things for. But it, it doesn't sound like you are ride or die for M or V. Yes, you're closer to M, but it doesn't sound like she's like or they are like your best friend or like you're like homie, homie, homie. For example, if this was if, if M was Bob and V was, I don't know, fucking Layla McQueen, I would ride for Bob and I would like I would not I, I, Bob and I would have conversations about bitch you're being messy I, I think that you can have a conversation with M that M is being messy but I don't think you need to go and tell on on M to V because that's just going to make more drama and yes you are going to be you're going for like a the righteous thing and like, and like try to put everyone out there and let, and, let, and let V know what's being said about her but that's going to stir up more drama and possibly I mean I don't know how bad about it y'all are at your high school but I could possibly start a fight between M and V and then you're going to be right in the middle of it because you told V what M, that it was M saying the stuff. So I think you should tell M, "Girl, you've been really messy. You need to stop doing this because um I don't know what the rumors are though. Like is she saying like she's like sucking like like she's saying that she's sucking this boy's dick? Like I don't know like what the drama is.
1: Well, I was hearing like taking pictures with the ex and stuff. I agree with my I mean I, I just to just a second that you can in my opinion being a real ride or die being someone's real friend is is letting them know when they're being messy and yes. not uh standing up for them when they're in the wrong when you're a real friend you're like hey these are the areas you can improve upon and this is where it's getting a little yeah. messy that's to yeah. me that's what real friendship is you know yeah
0: yes so i think talk to M. be like M, you're being messy it, like doing with the, the thing with the boyfriend like girl you need to like it's like girl come on now but i don't think you need to get you yourself too involved and tell on it M. Yeah, you're doing too much.
1: Yeah, because then you're making you making you're making their drama your drama, and baby, yeah. You, let me tell you right now, you, I, I don't need extra drama in my life, despite what what you hear me say here on this podcast. We got enough. yeah. Bobby and drama too, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's go to our next one. All right, dear Bob Monet I'm a black queer woman in charge of a. Oh, by the way, just so everyone knows. As a reminder, this is our new segment, it's called Sibling Advisory, and we do want you all to send us some audio submissions. Um, We will have a little uh, description at the end of this episode telling you how to send in audio submissions, all right? Here we go. Um, Dear Bob Monet, I'm a Black queer woman in charge of a small team at a major tech company. My team is racially diverse, but there aren't any Black people on it. I sometimes feel pressure from external forces, friends, family, coworkers, and their tech teams that there aren't enough black people working for me. It's not a purposeful thing that happened, and I feel like I do a lot of other things to increase black representation in my company. I sometimes feel like I shouldn't have to justify myself to other people, but I'm also aware that I've grown up with some internalized racism, and I'm trying to leave space to listen to the critiques of other people of color. How do I navigate this and hold myself accountable? Do I even need to? It's sincerely clear coded You want me to take this one first? Yeah, girl, you. I, I, I know you want to. So I, okay, so I um, have a creative team on the show We're Here that is made up of mostly, actually, it's mostly Mexican people and um, and some white people as well. So I have uh, Gloria Divina, um Mindy Lamour, um Tyler, and um, uh, Ricky, who are all Mexican. And then I have Domino, Layla, and Kennedy, who are white. Um, and there aren't there aren't any any black people on my creative team. And in this moment for me, this, it ended up happening this way because I, I did have black people on my creative team. I actually had Asian people on my team. I had black people on my team. And then through availabilities and working with people and what's ended up working out best, it, I ended up with the team that I have now. I used to have Keisha Carr on my team. I used to have Jasmine Rice on my team. Um, and the people that, I, everyone that's been on my team has been an expert in drag. Now, this is just in my team for We're Here. This actually feels very similar to what I'm going through as well, because I do have Black people on my, like, my my lawyer is Black, my trainer is Black, uh, one of my photographers is Black, uh, two of my hairdressers are, are my hair, my wig stylists are are Black. Um, There's, like, obviously, like, lots of Black people on my team, but sometimes when you post one specific, I post this one picture, and it was just me and these Mexicans and these white people, and everyone's like, see, Bob hates Black people, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And then so part of me wants to like listen to what people are saying and be like, OK, I'm listening and I'm hearing what you're saying because you, you're seeing that I this this particular part of my creative team doesn't have any black people on it. Um, and it's also kind of like this this person, this th- our, our friend here, queer coded, um, is, that is only a fraction of my team. This is just one part of my team that's on this particular uh, television show, not my team at large. You know what i mean and, and and of course in my head my, my thing was like i my, my gut reaction was to defend myself and be like you don't even know that the dj that i mainly travel with is black whenever we travel i we use almost all black dancers um like 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 i and not only that i have two entire i i've done i've done two full black queer festivals for black queer people where we hire black people pay them very well for their time and their talents um mm, but also very well
0: is debatable
1: uh, we know we paid you less than everyone else um and then (laughs) then we actually other one they're like right um and but then i'm also thinking to myself like i don't want to justify that by parading around the people that we the the work that i because i I don't do it to to be able to be like oh look what i did miss thing i do it because i because several reasons one because i love to um help and pay black people and sometimes it's just because those black people happen to be the best people for the job as well yeah you know what i mean yeah um so yeah. i think that in terms of like listening to the critique you you can listen to it and if it feels valid to you you can apply it if you think that there is some room for improvement for yourself then you can do that as well what do you think Warner?
0: yeah i agree with that um I, I i don't i don't often get that same critique as bob but I, but I, I do sometimes as well that oh why don't you have this person do your hair? And oh, oh, I see, I, I see. None of your designers are black, and that's just literally not true. Like Bob said, a lot of it is is availability. But for your specific circumstance, I know that I have. I I don't know because I'm not involved in tech. But I have heard that critique that there aren't a lot of black people involved in tech. and why I wonder hiring more black people, et cetera, et cetera. So you're obviously in another industry that people say this a lot. Say this about say this say this to you about your industry a lot. So I understand the frustration, but I mean, I, I agree with Bob. I mean, you can't like, I'm like, you you know that you are making strides to make that happen as best as possible. And you're trying your best to, to fill that void with Black folk and Black queer people especially. And I get that. So I think if you know that you are doing your due diligence to make that happen and 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 you're trying your best... Yeah, um people people gonna have something to say whether you are doing really good or really bad or whether really, you or whether you're trying really good or I mean or whether you're trying really hard or not, people are going to have something to say regardless of what the fuck you're doing. so as long as you can sleep with yourself at night knowing that you are doing those things to try to make that happen as best as you can, that's that's all you can do. you cannot you cannot you you cannot do your job to please other people like well, i guess that's part of it <laughs> having a job is to please your boss and make sure you get fired but well and c- pleasing customers and pleasing so-and-so yeah the part right, part of right, depending right. what so, your job is basically depending on your job yeah with well, your job but in this specific aspect i think that you're doing the best that you can and um you, you're gonna have critics regardless of what you do Bitch, if, if you hire 10 black people next year they'll be like well why wasn't it 12. What I'm saying it's is you you are constantly gonna be chasing this thing forever and ever and ever. You you just do the best that you can and try as hard as you can to make it happen.
1: Yeah, I c- can confirm. You know, like I said, I did two entire festivals where we hired. I think between the two, literally about eighty black queer people, and then but and still and still, people <laughs> have these these criticisms. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, go off. Have a criticism. I'm not saying that, that your critique is invalid, but I am saying it is not informed.
0: Right. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, she knows words today. That's
1: cute. Yes, informed, what? which is not a big word. Go, <laughs> do the next question, Mona.
0: <laughs> For you, it is. Let's go on to the next question. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi, Bob. Oh, Hi Bob and Monet. I've recently gotten myself involved in a pretty messy situation. I work this I work with this other gay guy named Andy. Ooh who had what I'll call a situationship with with this guy (laughs) named Max. They've been going on dates and fucking for a while, and Max has even taken Andy on vacations. They recently had a pretty bad falling out because Max has a long-distance boyfriend that he is still in love with, so he wanted to keep Andy all hush-hush. The problem is I am also attracted to Max, but just sexually. Even after they had a big fight and Andy told me not to talk to him, I fucked him anyways. Things have only gotten worse between the two, and when Andy asked me if Max and I had met up, I lied and said we've only been texting. So that night, Andy gets drunk, sees Max at the bar, and confronts him and aggressively tells him to leave me alone and stop talking to me. I have yet to end things with Max because I want front row tickets to see Hamilton. (laughs) I feel like a horrible friend, but at the same time, I want my cookies. Thoughts? Sincerely, Hamilton tickets. (laughs) this is okay camel <laughs> ah, tickets is messy Hamlet Boots. tickets
1: it's very messy
0: i have a few questions i mean okay though. let's a let's situa- break it. let's try to
1: break it down okay let's break it down so yeah, it's a big it, story it sounds it sounds like andy and max are just fuck buddies right because they're calling it a situation situation ship it's not a relationship there's a situation ship but also, I wouldn't put it behind Hamilton Tickets to play down. Bitch, they could be fully married, and Hamilton Tickets would be like, it's a situation shit because they're messy. <laughs> so so it sounds like Max and Andy are fuck buddies, and Hamilton Tickets started fucking Max because they think Max is hot and they want some tickets to Hamilton. So it sounds like they're using Max. It sounds like they're lying to Andy. Um, it sounds like Andy and Max have a tumultuous relationship. It's, well, it sounds like none of you are tr- are being truthful with each other, except it's for
0: like Max. All of you Ma- are. No, Max is being truthful. Max, is yeah, like, I Max. have a long distance boyfriend that I'm that, that that I'm in love with. But Andy, you're here, so we can fuck and we can go on vacations. And um and uh, but is uh, he being truthful? The, with his, does his long distance boyfriend know this? I don't know. Let's let you know what we have him in the call. Let let me patch him in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this okay. This is wild. I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's not a lot of open, honest communication going on here. I think that there's some toxic, There's a, there seems to be a lot of toxicity percolating in this dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, not going to lie, I do find that very concerning.
0: Well, and also, so, so that, this part, so that night, Andy gets drunk, sees Max at the bar, confronts him, and aggressively tells him to leave me alone and stop talking to me. Bitch, Andy, Max is not your boyfriend. You can't tell him to stop talking to him. Y'all, in, y'all, y'all are in a situationship. Um, he has someone that you know that he's in love with, so he, he doesn't have to listen to you, because then it's Hamilton, it says, I've yet to end things with Max. That means Max is probably at the bar like, hmm hmm next day, Hamilton has come over and give me that um slurpity slurpity. Yes. Suckety slurpity Suckety slurpity so yes, I feel like Max seems the only one I feel like Mac, Max is not an innocent bystander, but Max is just literally he is like, I'm having sex with Andy. I'm having everyone Max everyone knows who Max is fucking. Max is fucking Andy, he's fucking Hamlet tickets and he's fucking his long distance boyfriend. Uh on Yeah, on, yeah
1: on, on, girl, Max is getting that dick wet, honey. Max is getting <laughs> or getting or get or getting the, that back broke, getting splickety splacked
0: down, honey. Yeah. But for you, Hamlet tickets, I think Honestly, Andy doesn't own Max. I think you can, in my opinion, bitch, still fuck Max as much as you want to. Get those fucking Hamilton tickets. Still have sex with Max. Like, live your life. Andy doesn't... He's not his boyfriend. Andy can... He can have sex with Max too or not. Max is trying to give I it to everybody, so I'll take it. With,
1: I also have a problem with people who are, like, trying to, like go out in the world and fuck like a lot of people and like claim every, like fucking as many people as possible and claiming them all and being like, I I, I think it's weird when, this is just me, this is where me and Todrick Hall had a a huge conversation once. I think it's weird when, but when someone's like, you can't have sex with anyone that I've ever had sex with. I'm like, how, what? (laughs) Not, he didn't say you can't, He, he was like, he's like, I think it's weird for friends to have sex with people that, I've had sex with them, my friends. I'm like, what do you think about that, Monet?
0: Okay, so like an, an example. So like let's say you and I are both having sex with uh Mateo. Or or you and
1: Mateo used to have sex and then me and Mateo started having sex. Are you like, you can't fuck Mateo? I used to fuck Mateo.
0: Oh no no no. I don't I, I don't think so. No. That is that wouldn't bother me. I what would what, what would bother me if Mateo and I were dating and Mateo and I were a couple and you and I were best friends, right? And then Mateo mm-hmm. and I broke up. Then you and Mateos. Then, then you. Then okay. Sorry. Okay. Mateo and Monet are. are, are, use, one, are, are use one. Use
1: Use one of our actual boyfriends to make it easier. Just use one of our exes or current boyfriends to make it easier.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Okay, you. Okay, you and Jacob are. You and Jacob are. We are. Y'all were together for a year. Y'all broke up, right? Dude, two years. Five, mm-hmm. Whatever. How y'all, y'all? Y'all been together for three years, four years now. Four years. Four years. Y'all not because of four years, bitch. We've, we've been together for four years. Three and a half. Oh, sure. What, what, what is this? Prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> you and Jacob together. And then, but, and then, so then you and Jacob break up. And then you, me and Jacob get together. But then you and Jacob are, but you and Jacob start fucking again later. I would not, I would not be into that. I'm like, that's your ex boyfriend. You have such a, a big pass with him. You, sh- I'm not with you fucking him. How do you feel about that?
1: Okay. Th- that is so complicated. I haven't even considered that. <laughs> as a notion <laughs> um I mean, I think you and Jacob together adults, you and Jacob break up you know I Jacob got it I, I, I picked it I picked it up uh huh I picked it up I've just never considered this as a notion um I think that consenting adults should be able to have sex with whoever they want as long as everyone consents and no one's being cheated on no one's being lied to I don't know that I I don't know what it's like to hook up with an ex I don't have any exes and I'm like would I ever fuck my ex that just sounds crazy um i also would i think I, there's so much emotion I, involved there even though i believe in i also don't but, but that's the thing though my one of my boyfriends is full fully has an entire girlfriend that he has oh, a I lot know. of emotion with so i don't mind my partner having sex with someone that he has a lot of emotion with like that that doesn't bother me at all work like I, i'm okay with my partner having sex with someone that he has emotions for work Thanks I there. mean, I
0: have sex. sexual, I have sex.
1: I have two partners and I
0: have, like, I know, with I, have I know, I know. I know but, but again, y- y'all have also all, um, y'all all in polyamory together. So like, that's like, that's like a different thing too. So it's kind of different. Yeah, it does. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't have, I mean, I don't, for my, for me and my partners, it doesn't have, they don't have to be having meaningless sex. Their sex can mean something. I don't, I don't, I don't need to be Work. your only uh, like passionate, meaningful sex. I, I like. I, I don't, I don't feel possessive over your, uh, over your experiences. I feel possessive over my experiences but I don't feel possessive over other people's experiences, you know? But I do think it's weird that a- Andy, Andy seems to be possessive over <laughs> yeah, Andy seems possessive over Max's experiences without Max wanting to offer Yeah, no that's weird. That is ve- that is very strange and and I think that there's a lot of toxicity in this in this dynamic between Andy and um uh Hamilton Max. tickets quite yeah. frankly i mean
0: listen how tickets i say fuck it fuck max as, as long as you can as long as you want to get those hamilton tickets get the cinderella tickets like fuck him like who cares what anything it's not his business like have sex
1: also everyone was gagging at how straight faced you were while reading the twin cest story last time <laughs> bitch you were reading like like you, like you were reading like you were reading a recipe for cornbread you were like yeah two scoops <laughs> of flour one scoop of butter and what what's going on what's the matter yeah the oven of 450, <laughs> make sure you grease the pan. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm the one from Alabama. <laughs> Let's read Let's the, go next to one. the next
0: one. Go ahead.
1: Dear Bob and Monet, I am a tall bisexual lady, L O L, and I sometimes find it hard to talk to guys who are shorter than me, mm. even when I'm interested in them. Have mm. y'all ever had to adjust your standards when it comes <laughs> to dating? And do you have any advice on how to do that? Thank you Uh, so uh, uh, uh. much. Much love.
0: Sincerely. High standards. All right, you'll take it first, Mo.
1: Can I tell the listeners,
0: Jacob is the one writing the names. Uh, Jacob, Jacob, these are really good. I'm very impressed. You're funny.
1: (laughs) Jacob's very funny. Jacob's very funny.
0: Not high standards. Okay. Girl, girl, I feel like I I know this story so well. This is... (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so so bob obviously bob both of bob's partners are very short bob has no problems dating people that are much smaller than him but also in bob's relationships bob asserts himself as the top and as you know as the the dom in his relationship in 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 in, in sexual relationships and romantic ones i play, often play a verse role but but more like a a subverse or bottom verse, whatever you want to say. So I sometimes to me I have been attracted to guys who are who are who are shorter than me. But in a sexual, I always think about the sex. And I'm like that would be so weird to me. I'm 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 a big as Bob says. We are big ass niggas, okay. So the <laughs> thought of having somebody who is so much smaller than me trying to top me, it, I just I, it's like a mental block. I can't. I like can't. I have not ever figured how to do that. So I have I have always been attracted to be. I, I used to always say at my shows like, you need to be at least six foot two to get on this ride. Like I, I how tall? Andy is six two? Foot two. Andy is six two. He's literally six two.
1: I feel like I've stood next to Andy and I am definitely taller than
0: Andy. Or or he's or he's like six one, six one, six two, something like that. He's he's taller than me. I'm bitch, I'm five ten three quarters. And he's I'm a I'm a
1: a, I'm a dainty six two. I make <laughs> you look like six
0: feet. <laughs> so I like I'm 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 like I'm big boned, I'm fat, I'm tall, like so so I, I definitely so I never really gravitate towards really skinny guys. Or guys who are short, because I just feel like I'm just such a big ass nigga. Like, I just need someone who can hold me down. And Andy is definitely that. I'm very grateful for that. So I feel you. And I mean, and I listen, and you I. Give it, you have given no advice, Monet. All you're saying is I'm like, about to tell fuck her. them short oh, niggas. I'm, 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 well, I'm about to tell her, like, if you feel uncomfortable, I don't feel, I don't think you should pursue into a sexual or romantic relationship that you feel uncomfortable with. I was like, if you know that you want someone who can physically make you feel the way that you want, then that's what you should go for. I don't think you need to change that because you feel like you're being shortest or, 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 or you're being prejudiced against short or, or against short guys. I don't think it's that. It's like you just, you just physically don't feel comfortable and you can't feel sexy if you're dating someone or having sex with someone that, that doesn't make you feel that way. And I, And I think that's absolutely fine.
1: See, my advice is on the contrary. So I, okay, Monet said some things that are, that are kind of true, but doesn't scan across the board for me. I, both of my boyfriends are shorter than me, yes. However, I am very, very attracted to incredibly tall people. Um, Monet knows about that one person in Portland I used to look up with who's like six mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not trying to put their name because once I say that, everyone will know who I'm talking about. Um, but like, and then you know about... Um, I'm not going to say but you know about all the people I've hooked up with. Yeah, who yeah, 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 I know, I some know, of them are, I know. Some of, them, some of them are very tall. I love, love, love tall guys. Tall guys are so beautiful. I also love very short guys. and I love average height, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I do think that when I was, when I first started, like, having sex or whatever, I had a very limited view of what I could find attractive. But then I just opened up, I opened up my mind and I tried new stuff and I realized that it is... I think it is possible to shift your perspective on how you view beauty in and uh sexiness in other people. Um, I recommend you listen to a podcast called Tell Me I'm Fat. It's an episode of This American Life. It's called it's an episode of This American Life called Tell Me I'm Fat. It's it's by, it's, it's, it's an episode by the woman who um did Shrill, who wrote Shrill. She used to work mm-hmm. for Dan Savage. it's about a woman who uh had to shift her. Dan Savage podcast on how was really good. Viewed. Oh, work. She, she had to shift her perspective on how she viewed fat people as a fat person. And, mm-hmm. and she was like, I had to decide that fat was sexy. That being fat was not like acceptable, but like sexy. And then she's like, and it worked. And I think that that has worked for me as well over time. And I, and I, I think that's how, I, how it comes to part. we realized that I'm pansexual, that it's not just, um, that it's not just men for me, um, that I, that my sexuality goes beyond that. And, it's honestly been really freeing for me. And the best thing I can say is just, I had to just challenge my notions of what I thought was, attractive, and there's still biases that I want to, biases that I want to break down in my, um, what I find sexy and what I don't find sexy in the world. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, I, I still have, I still have things that I find attractive and unattractive in people and you ever notice that people who like people who have a wide palate seem to be having the best sex and the best sex lives? You ever notice that, like folks who just like are down to fuck with with a wide palate? they like they fuck tall guys, short guys, fat guys, skinny guys. They or people in general, they seem to be having some of the best sex and just living their best lives. And I am very envious of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, regarding this person, I don't think that the person, I don't, I, I don't think they're saying that. Cause you, you, it you, you like, said it like you said saying, you said to shift your perspective. Go ahead.
1: It's not this woman is saying that she that she doesn't want to that she has a hard time dating short guys mm-hmm. because she just because she's very tall. And yeah, I don't like, I don't I don't, I don't a short that, that short guys are
0: it. unattractive. She, uh, she she's not saying short guys are not attractive. She's saying that she's talking about short guys and and how it makes her feel. I think is what she's saying. And I'm like going into a yeah, situation. She's finding,
1: she's, to quote, I find I sometimes find it hard to talk to guys who are shorter than me, even when I'm interested in them. So it seems right, like so she's she, there's like to. some sort of a mental block. So there's some, but there's but there's some sort of a mental block stopping her from wanting to talk to these people. And I'm saying try try to shift your perspective on on situations like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I want I was, I was to be very clear. This this person is not saying that short guys aren't attractive, or she's not into them. She is into them. She she finds them. In, in, she's, but it's for her. Like, and I think that going into any situation, yes, you can work on shifting your perspective to like a, a, a wider palette of guys. But going into any relationship or any sexual situation, what I think is something that should is at the front of how you uh, it should be at the front of your mind is how. Oh my God, is someone in my house. I feel like someone's breaking into my house. Um, you always think someone's breaking up in your house. I know, I know. Um, is, are you, are you Going in feeling your best and your sexiest, I think that comes first. Because then if you feel sexy, if you feel great, then you're going to have a good time. But if whatever it is, whatever that block is preventing you from feeling sexy, going into situations is going to be a moot point because it's not going to be good because you don't feel your best. And I feel like that's the most important thing going into sex and going into a relationship. Going to a new fucking job is that you feel your best. And you, if you don't, it's not gonna, it's not going to be a good outcome.
1: Unless you can shift your perspective, for example, I, I, this, my little belly is like a very big part of insecurity for me. And it? it was really hard for me whenever someone would, whenever someone would touch my belly for me, I would feel gross. But then after a while, I, both my partners were like, I like your belly. I like your, by the way it is. And it allows me to feel sexy even if my partner touches my stomach during sex or grabs my belly while we're in the house, just hugging or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? They're not making fun of me. They're, they're seeing this, they're seeing my beauty, not despite my belly, but maybe even because of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows me to be like, oh wow, I'm actually able to, to not be so subconscious because of this part of my body, you know?
0: Um, Will you let me touch your belly? And,
1: and I, if you want to touch my belly, Monet, you can touch. My, you you probably touch my belly. I smack your ass all the time, so yes, you can you can touch my belly.
0: <laughs>
1: I think I smack Monet's ass more than I smack my own partner's ass.
0: <laughs> so high standards. Keep us also, guys. When you when when we answer these, like if you have some updates, we are, we'll try to keep in touch because I w- I would love to know some of this stuff plays out. Like I want to know who was the last person that gets Max's dick. I want to know who gets the last maxi dicky.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, let's do a reunion
0: episode. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to the next question dear Bob and Monet our friend has a new boyfriend and everybody in our gossipy gay friend group hates him girl he's not done anything terrible he's just kind of a basic bitchy twink who thinks he's hot shit but is annoying I love my friend but I just can't stand his boyfriend do I tell him how I feel how do I move forward with friend sincerely over it girl (laughs) we've been there with a friend before (laughs) <laughs> you've been there with you said you've been there with me before <laughs> okay it was just you it wasn't everybody it was literally just you
1: I, I, I did not i down the line i told you i didn't i didn't really like you i didn't really care much for your boyfriend i, I didn't i didn't It wasn't like this i wasn't like, he's a basic dumb bitchy twink <laughs> i was just like i don't think i like this guy um and i've had this with a few of my friends in my <laughs> Rule of thumb is if oh I don't like someone's boyfriend, I don't say anything. I shut my mouth. I I sit. I shut my fat ass up. I sit <laughs> there. And I don't say anything because it is not my business. They will figure it out on their own. I don't want to lose my friend. Couldn't because you know, I think that it'll honestly. If they're if they're like not good, they'll end up breaking up anyway. I don't want to mm. lose my friend and have them lose their partner. And then then, then what, what 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 was the point? I don't say anything unless I think this person is like truly bad like if I think they're like abusive or like or like like on a me- mental or physical level or if they're like a thief or if they're like you know stealing from them or something like that that which is also a, a form of abuse then I would say something but if it's just like
0: I don't like her I don't say anything yeah I'm with that I mean I'm not as much as Bob Bob is like will not say anything whatever like if if someone if someone thinks someone I really don't like and I'm like uh like because if there's if this is a boyfriend, you have to be around this person, you have to hang out with them. Like you, you're, you're gonna be forced to occupy a lot of space with this person. So I think if it's, if it's, if like if I really did not like one of Bob's boyfriends, like it, like fucking bothered me. I, it was literally keeping me up at night. I would tell you, I would be like, I would like Bob. Can we talk? I'm like, I don't know what this means, but I, Jacob, I don't know. I just, I he's this he's that he's xyz and i don't know what that would mean for me and bob but also Bob was a level-headed person bob will he would take offense with a little bit and then we would figure something out but i would I, I would have to there's how 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 i i don't know i could not just stomach that for what a year two three five years i couldn't stomach that
1: or you could shift your perspective on you how you shift these nuts
0: nigga <laughs> Shift these dads. So yeah, I mean, so if it's like that bad, like if if everybody hate him, there has to be a moment where y'all all hang out together. Y'all could be like, "Girl, what's the tea with Danny?" And like maybe like just drop little hints, like, "Girl, why?" Like just, like it, it, like, sets it out a little bit. Like, don't go full throttle like danny's this i don't like his fucking hair his mother is a fucking dumb bitch like like just like a little thing like girl what was up with that thing that danny did and just see how the boy, how your friend responds and then you can navigate that
1: well also the, the thing about me is this, this is this something about me too i will call out the behavior in the person directly <laughs> but i won't make it monet's business i'll be like hey danny i don't like when you do this this and this but I won't be like Monet. I don't like when Danny does this, this, and this. Because that's, right. that's not Monet's business. That's Danny's business. So right. I, I have told I have told my friends' boyfriends that I don't like their behavior. I've never said I don't like you. But I have been like, this. I don't like the way you do this. I don't like how you did that. Don't ever do that to me again. Don't ever do that around me again. I've I've done that before, for sure. Uh, me and Alfredo's boyfriend had it out one time. Because he bought <laughs> someone in my house one time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I don't... Um, but i but i don't bring it to the partner because it's not their, their it's not their problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're
1: not, they're not their parents, they're their partners, you know. Yeah. So, that's our humble advice. We have a we have a few we have a few more. All right. Here we go. Dear Bob Monet, I have been dating a guy that I met in California. I live in Texas. He's way more experienced and open sexually than um how I was raised to be. Even talking about sex makes me nervous. Okay. When he recently told me that he was interested in pegging, I immediately changed the subject. Will you both Ooh. help and tell me how I can get out of my head sexually to be open to try new things? I've only had vanilla sex in the past, but I get no pleasure from it. Oh, my God. Oh. So I want to explore. Sincerely, a whole new world. Oh my <laughs> a whole God, spelled H O L E. Okay, so it sounds like you're with a guy who wants to, uh, you to strap up and peg him. Love that. Um, I'm really shocked at this part that says I've only had vanilla sex in the past and I get no pleasure from it, baby. That's a lot of women. Enjoying sex, baby. If you're not enjoying sex, you need to change up the game, honey. That's a lot of women. If you're if you're not enjoying sex, obviously you need you have to be doing, baby. You got it. I mean, this sounds like one of those scenarios someone who's like I've never had an orgasm before. I mean, you you don't enjoy yeah. sex at all. baby. Something is I mean, you can but you I would can say enjoy try the act of sex stuff.
0: you can enjoy the act of sex and not get pleasure. Like you can like 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 getting penetrated, but doesn't mean that you're getting off. You know what I mean? So I think that could also possibly be it. I
1: assume I assume that this person meant like I get no pleasure, like not just physical, but like, I don't like it. I I get no I get no pleasure from sex, not just no mm. physical pleasure. But I might be reading into that too much, to to be honest. You yeah, know? I mean, obviously, if you're pegging someone, you're not going to get actual physical pleasure. It's going to be more of a. Actually, that's not true because you know sometimes when you when pegging, you can actually get uh, clitoral stimulation as well. Yeah, about to say yeah, they have like little attachments you can put the on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um i think a lot of pegging is is for the person doing the pegging is a mental thing yeah um, but also i don't know because i've never pegged anyway i've never worn a strap on um i don't have a vagina um so i don't know how that actually works um but i can say that i think you gotta try, you baby you you may have this, this person may have this man may have landed in your hands at the right time in the right place mm-hmm. to, to open to show you to, um to, uh, you know i can show you the world this might be the moment
0: yeah i think um so you want to find out how you can get out of your head sexually i think maybe what i can start with because you, you said that you don't like even sometimes talking about sex makes you nervous so maybe y'all can start with maybe y'all can start with getting watch like getting a dirty magazine looking that together that can graduate to watch you maybe watching um, porn pics together online. That can graduate to watching porn together online. I think Ooh, that you. Need you to know what else
1: could. You know what else they could do Monet. You just reminded me. Maybe just. Maybe you can start with texting.
0: Yeah, you know, texting. You text dirty you text. Some, that's a you don't great have to say way it out to start. Wow,
1: you can just send some dirty texts even if you're texting someone in the room. That could be hot and very sexy.
0: Oh, very sexy. That I think that can be very sexy. Then then if when y'all go out to dinner, after you do the text, you can graduate to like maybe like at at dinner just whispering something to him, him whispering something to you. That's dirty. Like stuff like that. So you could just get more comfortable with getting and again it doesn't have to be dirty like i want you to take your fucking uh penis and annihilate my pussy through my mouth like you don't have to be all that It can just be like i want to I, I really when wish that wasn't even you. sexy
1: you weren't even trying you were just you were just writing uh wait what was it excerpt from coldest winter ever was that, was that a sister soldier book you were reading
0: <laughs> it can be something really simple like i really wish i was kissing you right now i really wish i was touching your penis right now like, so, like just small things that just get you going so you can get a little bit more comfortable and you can start watching porn together and doing that and that can graduate because then also when you get in porn you can get inspired you can be like oh what is that toy and then maybe that will maybe y'all can take a trip to a porn store together and y'all can buy like little like just i think it's gradual thing but i think starting with text what bob said i think that's a great way to start that's a great way that that way you're not saying it you don't have to look at his reaction in time you can text it press send and just wait to get it back and then see what happens i think that's a great way to start
1: yeah, try sending a dirty text when you're apart from each other, and then maybe try sending a dirty text when you're together in the same house. Yeah. Maybe not in the same room, but in the same house when they leave the room. And then, if you really want to get kind of spicy, send a dirty text when you're with your friends, but you're just texting each other. But it also yes. depends on the partner you have, because we like w- one of our friends, Patty. Patty's that friend that if you try to text, like if I try to text Patty something <laughs> shady about Monet before Patty reads it, Patty looks at the phone, and goes, "Bob, why are you texting me?" And I'm like, you know, get, <laughs> "Shut the hell up."
0: That is very Patty. That's because Patty's loyal. Unlike Kennedy that just let anything fly. That's why. (laughs) If you want to submit a question for sibling advisory, we're not trying to gatekeep the advice, but you know, you have to be a patron. We keep it behind the paywall. So you want to submit a a question for advisory, um, we put a form on our Patreon. You can submit it there. And again, we encourage, we encourage, we encourage audio submissions so we can get a feel for who you are and your like your vibe and your temperament so we can mm-hmm. help you a little bit and give uh advice that's that's curated more for you.
1: And if you want to join our Patreon, please go to um slash that is siblingrivalrypodcast.com/support. All right. Um all um, right. We love uh, some good I questions like, today. i like very much my- so let, let this be the beginning of the hair journey. We're at day 1, not even 2 hours. Really I'm going to put my my bandana on right now so that I can bandana. wake up my ass. I like ass that color, color bandana actually. It's really cute. Um this is hunter green. This stands for daddy and son play. It's not my hanky. I have engaged in some daddy and son play in, in my in my life. Have um, you? this is strictly a coincidence. Yeah, a
0: little bit, yeah. I don't think I've ever You've done ever been daddy a daddy. Like no. Oh, Jacob just put his camera on for the daddy and son thing. So you you and Jacob be be, be daddy and son? Oh that's not that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh mm. Alright y'all. Bye.